Hello, everyone, and good afternoon, it is. Um, we're back with another episode, actually another season of The Godly View. We've been on break for the last month, um, and so I hope everybody had a great Christmas, a great New Year's, um, whether you do resolutions, whether you do vision boards, whether you do prayer boards, I hope that everything comes into fruition from you, for you this year, um, but also remember nothing nothing gets done without a little hard work and a little teamwork with the lord okay um so remember romans 8 28 everything works for the good of those all right uh, or everything's working for your good all right so today i just want to come to you i'm jessica renee your neighborhood therapist um one of one of four other lovely hosts of this show so i'll let them also go ahead and um uh, introduce themselves. Today we are talking about our anniversary, our three-year anniversary, and then we're also going to bring you some hot topics. So ladies, who would like to go next? Hello, hello, hello. Super excited to be back with you guys on this Supernatural Saturday with the Soul Sisters. Supernatural Saturday with the Soul Sisters. Okay, sometimes I get excited and I make up a song. But anyways, this, you guys, is one of my favorite times of the day. One of my favorite times of the year is when I get to talk to my Soul Sisters, my Sisters in Christ. I love this show. Um, I am a fan of this show. I am a co-host of this show. And my name is Andrea Purry. I am um, from the great state of Mississippi by way of California. You know, I was in California, then I came to Mississippi. And um, I am a retired veteran after 18 years of service. I have put hung up my bootstraps and um, turned into um, a civilian worker at the VA. Um, I work in HR. I am super excited um to have the shift in my life where um i've transitioned from the military into um the civilian life and i think like as we start the new year um when we're thinking about our vision when we're thinking about our goals when we're thinking about a lot of things um that we have accomplished um sometimes we also need to think about some places where we've grown and um I am thankful for the growth of each and every one of my sisters um, in their lives. Um, I'm thankful for the journey that I've been able to be on with them. Um, and I am truly, truly thankful for our founder, James, um, for creating this platform for us to come on and give you guys the godly view, God's perspective. We're doing it another year. I believe this is year three um i am super excited about being 
um, in this Trinity year. Yeah, this I'm about them threes. Cause we got three wrong today. So I'm about the threes. But uh, I said all of that to say I'm gonna pass it over to my sister. And thank you for joining us. Please be interactive with us. Please tag a friend. Let somebody know the Godly View Sisters is home. Hello, hello, hello. This is Persephone, Persephone Sonia, aka Pastor Greer here. Um, I'm I'm here, but I'm not here because my uh, motherhood is uh is motherhooding right now. Uh, it's it's a hood that I usually like living in, but uh, right now it's a little rough. You know, sometimes the neighborhood is nice, and then a few people move in, you're like, oh, here goes the neighborhood. <laughs> That's how it feels right now sometimes, but um, I, I'm grateful to be on with my sisters and um, I'm not going to be able to be on long, but I just wanted to uh, come on and, and say hey to everybody and I'm officially on maternity leave, which I, you know, it's yay. <laughs> I'm excited about Alexander coming um, and I just, you know. Y'all just pray because, you know, it's when, whenever there's a new addition to the family, there's always adjustments that need to be made. And um, yeah, so that's that's what's going. But hey, y'all. <laughs> hey, girl. Hey, we, we are so happy to have you here. We know yeah. that maternity <laughs> leave is coming and we are super excited about Alexander and we're excited about your journey. Thank you so much for always being transparent with mm -hmm. us and letting us know where you are, how you are. Yes. And you look good. I don't care what nobody yeah. say, girl. You, 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 you look good. You look good. Y'all have y'all ever heard that song? You look good. Yeah. You look good. <laughs> you look good. Uh Jessica, yeah. you are glowing as well. No, I'll tell you. you. In this new 2024, I just feel like it's bringing a fresh wind and a fresh glow um, yeah. to our lives. Um, super excited. We're going we gonna to jump right in, y'all. We're going to jump right in. The topic's been topicking. I know we got some stuff that we said we're going to talk about, but I'm going to add in some of my stuff, too, because, you know, they let me talk first. So I'm going to say what I want to talk about first. Um, that's not probably what we said we were going to talk about, but, you know, I'm going to add in what I want to talk about because it just came to my mind. Um, as I said, as we just came into January, we have not been with y'all like the whole month of December. So, you know, I feel like we we we, we missed a lot. Yeah. But uh, the beginning of January started off with an interview from Cat Williams. Yes. And again, we didn't say we were going to talk about this, but you know, they let me talk. So I, I, it just came to my mind. So I said, well, it's a hot topic. It is. If it's I'm, right, I'm just, I, I just, I just been wanting, I've been having a lot on my heart and my mind. And I think I've waited for this moment to kind of get what I want to say. Okay. We are the godly view. And something that I feel like, um, as Christians and as believers, we don't do enough is holding people accountable when they're doing wrong. Mm -hmm. um, something that we don't do enough and in the right way too, because we know there's a God way and there's an yeah. ungodly way. Yeah. Um, we don't do it enough. Um, however, um, I do want to pose this question to you guys. Um, what is the right way when you're in a particular sector, um, 
profession, what is the right way to tell someone what you did to me was wrong and I don't like it? Well, I, I'll say it well, always with love, but because you can tell it's not well received if you just fly off the handle and just be like, you did this to me and yeah, da, 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 and I'm going to do this. And da, da, da. It's, it's not received. Like people, if you think about kids, they shut down. And when they start crying and they start yelling, they're not hearing anything you say. So if you can say it in a way that you can still be very forward, but it still be with love. You know, you have made me feel this, this, and this because of your actions. And, you know, now I do not feel comfortable working with you or whatever. But I understand that people feel like, well, if I do that, then I'm what, what cancel, I'm going to be canceled, right? Um, and so, yeah, I think always just leading with love. First, if you're coming from a right place, it's going to be uh-huh. better received than the person yeah. still may not like it. They still may hoop and holler or whatever, but at least you knew that you was coming from a right place. Um, and I think sometimes we base how we said something off of another person's response, but that doesn't mean that we said it out of the way. It just means they weren't ready to hear it. Right. So what I'm referring to is when Cat Williams kind of, Okay, so there was a lot of different things that he aired out on this show. But the one thing I think that he aired out was that I want to kind of bring out is what he said about Cedric the Entertainer. Mm-hmm. And um, and he had a private discussion with Cedric, he, um, according to what he said. He said, I had, a, I had a private discussion with him. He said, you know, my bad man, you know, no bad blood. Um, and, and then Cedric the Entertainer came on this same platform and said, he don't know what Cat Williams was talking about. So what do you do when you had the conversation with them? Y'all both have squashed the beef. Then the person invalidates your feelings on a large platform. Okay. That's my next question. I'll let you go past Steph. <laughs> it's tough because I think all of us have had something like that happen where there's an issue and it's brought to attention that there's an issue. Supposedly everything is squared away. And then either you hear through other people or you actually hear the person say, Oh, I don't know what they're talking about. You know, it, it being invalidated is being invalidated feels very violent. It feels very, <laughs> when, especially when you're you, saying being invalidated feels violent. Yeah, invalidated definitely feels violent. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. feels It feels purposeful. It feels like a knife to the heart. Mm-hmm. So you really have to be careful how you respond during those times because you end up, almost like right message, wrong message, wrong messenger or right message, wrong time, you know? Mm -hmm. So I understand why he felt the need to, and this as Christians, we have to be careful how we, how we do things because the world system is different, obviously. 
in the world. It's like, oh no, baby, I got receipts. I have proof. We had a conversation. This happened, that happened. But then, okay, that doesn't mean that the person, this person still may not say, yeah, you know what, you're right. We did have a conversation. Mm -hmm. I really didn't know you were going to come out and defend yourself or else I would have told the truth in the first place. But no, okay, okay, fine. But as Christians, we can have all the proof in the world and sometimes God will still say, shut it up. Mm-hmm. Don't say nothing. And you're like, but God, and God be like, I, 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 I don't say anything. But God, though, but listen, but, but I, and God's like, mm, vengeance is mine. Mm-hmm. I said that. Vengeance is mine. Eventually, untruths and, and, you know, ha- half truths, those will catch up with the person. And who, and God only knows how many other misunderstandings and and invalidations might have happened between Cedric the Entertainer and other comics or other entertainers. We don't know. Um, all we know is that obviously Cat was the one that spoke up about it, but it's very tough because you can be morally, you can be socially. Um, able to say certain things and it'd be accepted but when it comes to how we are to act as christians we Mm. have to be careful because just because we're right that doesn't mean that we have a right Mm. to say wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute hold (laughs) on sis just because we write don't mean we have a right Yeah. yeah just because just because you are right that doesn't mean, didn't they give Jesus at, at his trial, didn't they give him a chance to defend himself? Mm-hmm. Didn't they say, say what you got to say, bruh. You you claiming you the son of God. Well, where's your evidence? He was like, listen, you already know, you already know what it is. I ain't even got to come out and say all of what I, what I could say. Do what you got to do. Because mm-hmm. he knew that there was a process. That mm-hmm. he had to go all of us have to go through different processes. Mm-hmm. But it's hard. You can be right and still not have a right. Mm-hmm. And it sucks. <laughs> because when you're right, the world teaches you if you're right, you can speak up and things are going to change you. If you're being mistreated at work, you go to HR and you talk to talk to people about it and, and they'll get you to... They'll, no, it doesn't always work that way. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to sit in the Zoom meeting with yeah. some same co-workers that stole your idea and went to the boss and said oh you know yeah I you know, it just came off the dome you know right off the dome knowing full well two weeks ago you just had a meeting with this person and you gave them the idea you have to go and sit across the boardroom table from the same person that tried to get you kicked out of the group or tried to get you kicked off you know it's it's and let's not even talk about who you might get for Secret Santa at work. <laughs> you might be the main person that done done you wrong. Don't do it. There and be like, I got to spend time. But that's the reason why I think God does those things is because I think it's a scripture that says something about um, with love and kindness have I drawn thee. Woo. I, think, I think that's something, something, something in there like that. Yeah. Um, and I and I truly believe God orchestrates our lives 
to have these tough conversations so they could birth new seasons. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To not only to us, but to the individual and to the individual that is affecting. Yeah. Because he puts us in offices, kingdom atmospheres, not kingdom, not so kingdom atmospheres. Yeah. He puts us in these positions to be those transplants for him. You know, we're his legs, we're his feet, we're his, we're his mouthpiece. And even though I think what Cat Williams did um, was a viral moment, but I think it was also a teaching moment for us. Yeah. Um, it was a lot of people have used it. They they call it the Cat Williams effect. Um, they said, um, you know, you know, you you do so certain things, you know, to have these viral moments. Yeah. But I think what he really was showing was, and this is just my opinion. Y'all tell me if I'm right or wrong, or if how y'all feel. Y'all y'all tell me how y'all feel. <laughs> but he showed that my feelings are hurt. I don't like what you did to me and I'm going to let everyone in the world know. Yeah. 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 And I think it's a lot of hurt people who also resonated with some of the things that he was saying. Yeah. And the thing that the reason why I say it's a teaching moment, this is the reason why I say it's a teaching moment is because how many times have we invalidated or we've not done the the right thing with allowing someone to know that what you say what you're feeling is valid and i'm not gonna go on no other place and say something different from what i'm saying right here with you right now mm, i think that happens a lot in the in just that culture because again people are worried about being canceled like you know if it's going to affect me and take money or from my pockets or take things from my family, of course, I'm going to move how I need to move. Yeah. So to yeah. protect myself. But again, that also, I know the, the back end of what Pastor Greer was saying, I know for myself, okay, I may not say anything, but I also see how I need to move with you. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So, well, I think how I need to go forward. <laughs> yeah. 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 So like you can invalidate me and I may not attack back or I may not say but also you might have also blocked your own blessing because Ooh. you didn't do the right thing so exactly. when I move forward God may not put you on my mind for this role or for this or for something that could really bless you because you know when he told you to do what was right you did it and yeah. so now you might have that like I said the business is mine so you might have blocked your own blessing down the line from not doing what was right now right Sis said, you may, how did you put it? You have the right or you don't? Have, how did you say that? Sis you can be right in a situation and still not have a right to air everything out. You can be right, and but still, still not have the right. Mm -hmm. And then I want to add this to that. You can be right and not have the right to air it out. And you can take the right of being wrong. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I know in, I guess, in our new culture, mm -hmm. we're looking for these viral moments. We're looking for these clips that can go, you know, that can take us to the next level. Okay. We're looking for yeah. engagement. We're looking for the people to come into 
the Zoom room. We're looking for them to come into the YouTube spaces. Yeah. But how can we get to the place where instead of us looking for the viral clip or the viral moment, how can we get to the place where we look for the place where we can show people Christ? Integrity. Mm. And accountability. That part. It has to start with accountability and integrity. If you don't have those two things, you'll do anything. Right. And 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 you, you we know we see a lot of Christian influencers that are more influencer than Christian. Oh. And it's like you have to make sure because I I I have that like on some of my social media um bios, I have kingdom influencer. And mm -hmm. I didn't just put that. Just because I thought it sounded cute. I put right. that because that's my job. Right. Christian, it is my job to influence people to live a kingdom lifestyle. Right. Use whatever platform God gives me. And you have to be really careful and you have to be so responsible and not paranoid, but just careful yeah. and integral. It really matters how you really are. Yeah. It really matters how you are in private relationships. It really matters how you are when no one is clapping for you. It matters who you are when nobody is writing a check for your opinion. Right. It matters so much. Yeah, because that's what's going to carry you when, yeah. you when you become viral. And exactly. so I, I, Tabitha, Tabitha Brown is a perfect example of yes. that. Yes. She is who she is on and off. And she makes sure she doesn't do anything that doesn't align with who she is and who what God has called her to do. Exactly. He said she'll say that anywhere, you know. Yeah. I think she's a perfect example of that. Yeah. I think I think this is good because I think this kind of leads us into our next hot topic. Um and this will be the last one. We'll just do two today. Mm -hmm. But going into the color purple. And I don't want to focus so much on Taraji um and Oprah. I want to focus on the movie. Mm. And I don't know if you guys have seen it. Oh, yeah. Yes. No. It's so, great. Can, okay, I, okay. can I say something before you say something about that? Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, okay. Okay. I just want to give a breakdown. People were very thrown off because it's a, mu a musical. It is not a remake of the first movie, right? right so right. it is a musical, but there is not, there is singing, but it's not every other word singing. I know a lot of people are like, well, I'm not going to see that because I don't just want to sit there and watch everybody sing. It is not that. It's a, ve it's a very well-written script. Yeah. And they the they have an all-star cast. Like, that. I mean, they do, right? Mm -hmm. And so it is not a remake of the main movie. So every part of the movie is not like the old movie, right? Mm -hmm. It is a new thing based off the Broadway version. But it is great. Okay, Andre, I want to. I just want to break that down because I think people need to know that because it is a movie worth supporting, regardless of the Taraji and Oprah thing. Right. 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 Okay. Go ahead. Right, and I think what has happened um, again to the viral moments, to the clips. I think this is what's happened um, with the movie, and the reason why I want to focus on the movie instead of Taraji is because. Um, we don't want our black voices to be silenced, but we want them to be maximized for the work. Mm -hmm. And I think 
um, and trying to maximize her voice um, in, I guess, talking about pay disparities, pay disparities against um, African-American women and women of color, um, the movie got drowned out. And the movie to me is a beautiful reimagination of the color purple. Um, it has gifted us with the opportunity to see Celie through a different eye. Mm -hmm. And something about Fantasia, which I love, I love Fantasia. Mm -hmm. Something about Fantasia that I love is that she brings her whole self mm -hmm. into film and her love for God. Um, Fantasia has an anointing that's unmatched yeah. um, when she sings. Um, I remember her saying in one of the rehearsals when she was singing one of the uh, big songs, she was saying it was cold and um, it was like a kind of like a monologue scene. And um, and a lot of people weren't even, you know, on the call sheet, but they were there to support her. Mm -hmm. And one thing I feel like that movie has done is brought a lot of our African-American voices and faces and showed some real life things that have went on and shows how you can overcome that with God. Yeah. I know. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I would say she has always been an overcomer. Like she said, I don't oh. know if you've seen every review, she said, I've lost everything twice. Yeah. Yes, she did. Right? Yes, she did. So, you know, she has she has really been a phoenix out here. She has really brought herself from the ashes, you know, to the top of the mountain um, and then lost it all. So, you know what I'm saying, and, and rose again. But also I think everybody was very fitting, but her part was very fitting because in a way she could identify with Celie. Yeah, yeah. Right? And she so, you know, just like... You know, she, you know, she talked about not being able to read good when she first came out. When she had one um, American Idol, what American Idol? Yeah, like she couldn't read good, and she got teased for that. You know what I'm saying? So I see how the development of Celie, how she could really, really bring that out for Celie that 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 part because she could probably identify with in many ways with even not what she was feeling, but some of the things she went through. Right. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. That is true. And I think to add to that, um, I think the pain from relationships show up uh, a lot in black women and, and women in general, men too. But um hey bro, hey. I think that pain, you know, was not so much magnified, but it was personified in a way that we can see okay, yes, I've been through this. And I think one of the reasons why she said she turned the world down initially, uh, she was like, you know, I don't want to do this again. You know, mm -hmm. I, I'm healed. I'm at a healed place. I can't go back to this dark place yeah. um, in order to do this movie. But I'm so thankful that she did. I am so thankful that she said yes to this um, because it did give us a new reimagination of the color purple mm -hmm. and what it can bring. One of the questions that I wanted to ask you guys about this um, movie was how do you feel like growing from an abusive relationship um, to coming into having your own and and being healed? How, how, how do you guys kind of, um, in your own lives, how does that kind of show up for you? 
Is that is that question kind of make sense? It it does. Um, for me, it showed up in literally fighting for my life. Mm. Um, when I left my first marriage, I was shaken, shattered, and broken. I was not the Persephone that I was before I married. And I never thought that it would happen to me because I was so careful. Mm. I was so careful. And you can be so careful. You can be the best defensive driver on earth and still right. run into a reckless driver. That's true. And still end up with your car flipping in the air. Yeah. And that's what happened. I was I was trying to I was so focused on being careful that I wasn't being clear. Ooh. I was so focused on trying to get everything right that I missed all the signs that it wasn't right. Mm. I brought I brought things to God for him to bless, and he was like, I that was not even nearly what I what I planned for you. He refused to bless it. And it hurt because I'm thinking, Lord, I, I'm working really hard here trying to. <laughs> I was like, no. So mm. he kept allowing pain to get me to move. He kept allowing rejection in order to make me move. Mm. He, he literally allowed my, my soul to be affected. In order to show me, this is not what I want for you. I have better for you, and I and I and it. I felt like it hurt God to watch me go through the pain, but He knew that in order for me to move, because I, I'm so loyal, mm -hmm. loyalty, you gotta be, you have to be so careful where mm -hmm. you you put your loyalty, because mm -hmm. loyalty can can end you. If oh, you wow. in the wrong place, and because wow. I'm so loyal to the idea of marriage, yeah, uh, I I was swirling down the drain. Wow, <laughs> and it took yeah. for the pain and the rejection. Yeah. I literally remember it was October 17th, 2017, was the day that I knew that my marriage was over because mm -hmm. I had given so much, it turned me inside out. And, and it still wasn't right because I thought, well, there's got to be more I can do. There's got to be more I can do. And when I finally realized that my husband did not love me, I was like, okay, now I can let go. Hmm. But it took all of that pain. It literally hmm. took him telling me, go have sex with other people and leave me alone. Hmm. You can leave. You can go. Hmm. Literally, I don't want you anymore. It literally uh -huh. For me to finally be like, okay, okay, God. And God, you know, got me out of that situation. But then after you get out, you still got to go through rehab. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hospital, there's a lot of people that want to go straight from the hospital back to their house. You can't even walk yet. You can't even, there's certain things you can't do. You have to go to rehab to relearn how to take care of yourself. To relearn how to care for yourself. Mm. Hear what I'm saying? Mm. You have to go to rehab to learn to care about yourself again. Mm -hmm. Because you spent so much time pouring into someone that did not want it. 
that you literally, I lit God literally had to send me to spiritual rehab mm. to learn to care about myself again. And we sometimes we focus so much on what we can be for somebody else that we don't focus on what we need to be for ourselves yeah. and focus on what we need. You have to have a balance of both because either yeah. one is bad if you do too much of it. Yeah. But it it manifested itself in lots of hard work. Still, and there was still lessons that I had to learn. Yeah. But um going from a situation like that where it's almost like you can't call it abuse because, you know, that person might be offended. No, it was abusive. No, I wasn't getting beat up physically, but my soul was getting beat up. Yeah. My heart was getting beat up. I was being punished for asking for what you promised me. Mm -hmm. So that's abusive. There was manipulation. Yeah. There was, you know, and being able to call a thing what it is is also a part of your healing because a lot of times even acknowledgement someone, yeah even if someone even if you're free from someone physically you can still be bound to them emotionally yes. because you have allowed them to lord over you for so long that it feels weird to go against that person that's why i was talking about loyalty you have to be so careful where your loyalty lies Sure. That was a hard, expensive lesson that I had to learn, but I'm glad that I learned it. So it, it was hard, but it was it was worth it. Yeah, that's good. Well, I follow up behind that. Um, mine was kind of the same. I didn't last as long. I was married for like seven months. April April 13, 2013 was the day of my divorce. I remember that. I still remember the stamp on that paper. Yes. Um, but yeah, um, I, I, the lessons, I learned a lot. Of, I will say I learned a lot of good lessons about myself, just about marriage in general. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, it's so important to have wise counsel around you because the turning moment for me was my grandmother telling me, you are not the same person that we knew. And when I heard that, I was like, oh, yeah, it's time to go. I left everything. You keep the apartment. You stay there. I will stay here. And we got to move on. But, you know, it. I, I definitely, you do have to go through a rehab state. Like, you got to shut it down. And yeah. I remember my grandpa, I moved in with my grandparents. And they were, my grandpa had said something one day. And I guess I didn't realize I was emotional. I was like, I can't handle that right now. Yeah. And he just looked at me like, girl, what's wrong with you? Oh. <laughs> you know, and so, but I realized, you know, you do have to, you do have to shut it down and, yeah. and just focus on regaining self and, regaining there was still residue like last year andrea tasked me with the with the um with the job of doing a talk about vulnerability and that's that was my biggest area that i really hadn't come into after that because you know i was very vulnerable in that situation and it's like when you get attacked and like people are threatening you like I gave you this information. Now you're want to go out here and use it against me. Right. And so I'm like, internally, I was like, well, ain't nobody going to do that again to me. So, you know, mm -hmm. so, yeah, you, um, Shut it's down. A, yeah, it's a slow process and you may think you're well, but then you may come up against things, um, that you're like, Oh, 
I didn't know that, you know, that might still need to do a little work in that area, you know. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, um, I test everything Persephone said. Um, I remember praying, like, Lord, give me an out. And I think that, that's that's what my that's what he sent my grandma in that message because you know I was very loyal too. I'm gonna make this work, you know. Yeah. I'm gonna do what I gotta do. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick through it. You know, it's gonna get better. But no, yeah. Mm-mm. I think learning how to come from abuse to acknowledging that you are worth being in a loving relationship. Yeah. I think is one of the true tests of actually hearing the voice of God mm-hmm. and knowing this is not God's will for my life. Yeah. Um, God does not want me in abuse and he doesn't mm-hmm. want me to try to make it work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's something that we have to kind of say out loud and be very vocal about, <laughs> um, whether it is physical abuse, financial abuse, mm-hmm. um, physical abuse, um, spiritual abuse, mm-hmm. um, even even abusing you with your vulnerability like she just talked about um and it is a form of emotional abuse um i think but as we come to i guess like uh i guess we're gonna call this kind of like part one of hot topics and then you know maybe the next time we'll get some more of the hot topics Mm -hmm. but uh, we like to do like what we call like a sister segment and it's kind of like where we kind of share from our different platforms um, we had our sister, um, Janine, who is a wonderful kingdom coach. We have our sister, uh, Persephone, who is a pastor and a wife and a mother. Um, and she is so gifted in verse and so much, um, of the word of God as well as music. Um, and then we have our neighborhood therapist and myself, the purpose pusher, pushing you into purpose with prayer and affirmations. And what we like to do in this five-minute section is just give you a piece of us, um, whether it's coming from the topic that we have or whether it's coming from something that we want to just share. Mm-hmm. And um, something that I want to share in my five minutes um, today is about vision. Vision is something that we need going forward, not just in January. We don't need vision just in January. We need vision in January. We need it in February. We need it in March. We need it in April. We need it in May. We need it in June. We need it in July. We need it. (laughs) Y'all get the point, right? Y'all get the point. Vision is something that we need always. Um, And I think the big thing at one time was the vision board, right? And now the big thing is the prayer board. Um, I love the prayer board. Um, I love, um, I don't like it as a trend, but I love the thought of what it is supposed to be. I love writing down our prayers, getting the things written down and seeing them answered. I love the, the little pockets where you can put stuff in. So what I will implore you to do in this five minute session is write the vision, make it plain. Whether your vision is something that you want to do just for the month, whether you want to do it for the quarter, but make it plain. Don't allow your vision to go dormant because you're looking at to someone else's vision or you're not focusing on your own vision. Um, the biggest thing that we got to do is stay in our own lane. We got to stay in our own lane. And, and when we're doing that, 
we're able to reach our vision, reach our goals, and to see what we need accomplished. And I want to give you this quick scripture um, on vision that I love um, and that I feel like can be a scripture for you for the year. It says, write the vision, make it plain on tablets so he may run who reads it. And that's 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 all we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna leave it right there. Is that okay? Can I leave can I leave it right there? Is that okay? Um even though I see one more that I want to do. Okay, no. Okay, we're gonna leave it right there. Do it. Do it. <laughs> okay, this okay, there's one more, one more, one more. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream vision. Your old men will dream dreams. Your young men will see visions. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days. I will show wonders in the heavens and on earth, blood and fire, billows and smoke. And that's Job 2, 28 through 32. The point I want to highlight is your sons and daughters will prophesy, your old men will dream dreams, your young men will see visions. That's the point right there I want to highlight. Um, a lot of times when we read this scripture, I think, you know, we look to the sons and the daughters to prophesy, the old men to dream, to dream visions. But I want us to focus on our young men. I want us to focus on our young men. Um, whether you have a son, a nephew, um, an uncle, um, our young men, our young men. Um, there's so much, I believe, in this year for them to do um, vision-wise. Because in order for the scripture to be manifested here on earth today, they have to know who they are. You are a young man, so that means you're supposed to see a vision. That means you're supposed to have vision. That that does not mean you're supposed to be just running about aimlessly. That means you're supposed to be focused. So I think if I could implore you to do anything, I would implore you to get the young men in your lives. Tell them this scripture. Let them know their, their assignment. Your assignment is to see visions. Again, I love the soul sisters. Um, this has been another, another amazing, amazing, amazing soul sisters, um, special. Um, this was our hot topics, hot topics, um, section. Um, please, please join us. We will be here. I believe every weekend you will see something on our page. Um, if you are here with us right now, please share this with three close friends. Let them know the Soul Sisters have just ended another amazing Soul Sister talk. Um, I'm going to let my sisters, if they want to close out, um, have any last words before we close out. Um, I'm going to add something that uh, the Lord... <laughs> was talking with me about yesterday. Um, I had posted a video about learning how to be hurt without being angry. And of course, you know, the word says to be angry, but sin not. But a lot of us are not disciplined enough to be angry without sinning. Mm. And uh, I've been there. 
you know, uh, recently. So my goal is to try not to even allow myself to get to the point where I am angry because there's levels to it, of course. Yeah, yeah. There's being annoyed. There's being being ticked off. And yeah. then there's anger. And we know yeah. that anger slides into resentment and yeah. resentment easily slides into hatred. And we know mm-hmm. that it's something that God does not want for us. So I encourage you to evaluate your anger. Yeah. Evaluate where your anger is rooted in. Cause there's a, there's a, a reason and a root for everything. My God. A, a beginning to everything. Mm-hmm. So if you examine, why do you get so angry when you, when you feel disrespected? Why do you get so angry when you feel ignored? Why do you get so angry when you feel whatever? Then you can more easily control yourself. Self-control is one of the fruits of the spirit. Yes, it is. So I, I'm working on that myself. Oops, sorry. I didn't mean to scare you. But he's like, man, what? Uh, ma'am, I'm trying to take a nap. Sorry. Um, but we we all need to work on that. I will be working on that as well. Because like I said in the video, I got churn. I ain't got energy to be talking about I'm mad with you. Mad with you about what? How am I going to be mad with you when I got stuff to do? I can't yeah. do the stuff and be mad at the same time. I yeah. don't it in me. You know, because yeah. when you were younger, you, you could be mad at somebody and work a full full day at work and just be working mad. Now you you have to take a nap. You <laughs> be like, I, I got to go lay down. I'm tired. Yeah, yeah. you're tired because there's stuff that's weighing you down emotionally. Yeah. Let that stuff go. Like I said, yeah. you have to be right and still not have a right. And you have to be okay with that. Because mm. this is my saith the Lord, I will repay. Do you trust God or not? Mm. A lot of times we're angry because we feel out of control. We feel out of control because we don't know what's going on. We don't know what's going on because we're trying to do it ourselves. We're trying to do it ourselves because we don't really trust God like we say we do. I like to add a semicolon to that and preface it with that. Um, what are you holding in your hands? Because you only got two hands. So what are you holding on to? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, and also I would like to leave you with this. Since we are still in January, um, what are you renewing yourself with daily? Um, again, we, I talked about you making resolutions, you making um, prayer boards, vision boards. What yeah. are you renewing yourself with daily? Um, because the Lord says that... Um, he renews us daily. So what is it that you're renewing yourself with? Are you still renewing yourself with the same old um, negative negative self-talk daily? Or are you coming into each new day, even though yesterday wasn't, you didn't do the best yesterday, but are you saying today that today there's another day I can do better. I still have a chance. Um, let me start again, right? So I think that goes into with what Pastor Girl was saying, what are you holding in your hands? Like, are you holding on to the negative self-talk, the negativity, the anger? What is it that you're holding? And are you renewing yourself with that daily so that you're not able to make progress, right? So what are you holding on to? Um, wake up renewed, find you something to hold on to that's positive. Or if you can't be positive, be neutral. <laughs> that's why I like to tell my clients: if you can't be positive, be neutral, because that's the next step to positivity, right? So, um, but we just don't want to stay in the negative. So, hey, Pastor. 
What okay. is up, y'all? <laughs> what is up, y'all? Um, another great episode tonight, um, today, for the Soul Sisters. Um, you all stay tuned. Uh, a lot of great things that are coming from the Soul Sisters. Um, we starting a new time. We started, I know y'all used to seeing this at six o'clock, but uh, we decided to start something new in this season, and I think it's going to work out better for us. We're starting to show a little bit earlier in the day to where you all can uh, get more great content from us. And uh, as I close out, if I was going to leave you with anything, I would leave you with this. Um, on uh, Monday night, I was having a discussion with uh, some good friends of mine that are very wise. And uh, they uh, was pouring into me some things that um, we started off with joking and laughing. But as the jokes and laughs continued, they started pouring into me some things that I really needed to hear at that moment. And if I was going to leave you with anything, it would be this right here. Before you try to improve, get in a relationship or try to be in a relationship with anybody else, set the man or the woman in the mirror and make sure that you are completely at a healed point to where you are not bleeding out on anybody else. Because a lot of times we can miss out on a blessing because of the simple fact that we have not learned the lesson from what we were supposed to learn from our last situation. So don't be in a rush. Allow God to continue to mold you, continue to shape you, and uh, stay focused on his plan for your life because he definitely has a mighty plan for you. So stay blessed, be blessed, and be a blessing to someone else. As I always say, sometimes our disappointments are nothing more than God's appointments, meaning some things that we look at as bad. God is only turning it around for our good. Love y'all. Peace. And the podcast will drop at 1 o'clock tomorrow. Peace. Love y'all.